All right, y'all, welcome to episode 89 of Can't Call with your boy J. Kill. And your boy J. Wright. And we bike is up. We got friend of the show, the black Joe Clat. B. Talkins in the building. How you feeling, my boy? Feeling good, dog. Living. It's like you're over there Righteous. praise dancing, dog. I ain't know. I was. Dog. I was. Lately, I've been going through some things that really got me down. Down? Mm. together. Everybody Come say. On, say. Come on, say. Jay Wright, how you feeling, my dog? I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, I got a couple things to get off my chest. I feel good about this episode, though. And, uh, you know, I'm ready to rock. All right, man. Well, before we get started, I feel like uh, you got some announcements oh, you want to make? yeah, yeah. Uh, the welcome, ag- welcome again to Second Sunday. I can't <laughs> call it. Missionary Baptist Church. Hold my mule while I shout. AME, C-O-G-I-C, Church and God of Christ, Tabernacle. We do have some announcements today, so please listen astutely as these may pertain to you. First and foremost, the investigation into who connected the Bluetooth to the church van while we was pulling up at the church choir competition and had the van playing peaches and eggplants, we gonna find We gonna find out who it is. We have three suspects, because only four people have the Bluetooth ability to connect to the van. So once we find out who it is, you're gonna be banned from choir competitions. Secondly- Can they still sing on Sundays though? Pending review. (laughs) Pending review. It's kind of like kind of like Coach Harbaugh. We may make a deal. They may accept it. They may not. We're gonna figure it out. Secondly, Miss Mary Clark has been registered as a sex offender for showing up to the pool dressed like Colin Murray in training camp. <laughs> she had that <laughs> she had her girdle around her chest like a catapult. Her nipples were exposed. They look like pepperonis from Johnny's. She had to register, so she can no longer work summer camp with the kids just letting y'all know even though she was teacher of the year two years ago that don't mean nothing that was a lifetime achievement type award she can't come to summer camp don't ask about it we ain't talking about it she registered as a sex offender now lastly this is the last church announcement uh all kool-aid for the communion will be sponsored by kool-aid mckinstry from alabama uh we worked out an nil deal with him and so we getting the juices from him. Listen, if you have diabetes, don't drink this shit. I'm just letting you know now. It's a little sweet for your feet. The church announcements. That is, that is all for our church announcements that concludes it. Y'all have a great service. Praise the Lord. Amen. Oh, man. I thought you were going to get the Sunday school uh, attendance numbers. <laughs> no, nah, we didn't get it this week. <laughs> when enough, when enough people brought their Bibles and all, we didn't, we didn't have enough. Uh, we don't embarrass nobody. <laughs> oh, that was embarrassing. man, oh man! So last week we gave y'all a a, a breakdown of the S, of the I about to say the SEC champion. We might be the SEC champions. 
the 2023-24 uh, Tigers uh, roster. So this week, we decided that we're going to give y'all a little rundown of the entire SEC, just so y'all kind of know what we're going up against. Now, obviously, things change throughout the year. The team that you see week one might not be the same team you see week 12. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. based off the information yeah. we have currently, that's what we're going to give y'all. So yeah. this uh, time around, uh, Brian's got the SEC West. Jay Wright has the SEC East. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to go round robin. Not round robin. We're going to alternate snake draft, however you want to call it, just like we did last week. So Jay Wright, we're going to kick it off in the East. What you got, my in boy? In the East. The team with the least. It's going to be a surprise. Mm-hmm. Everybody going to say, oh, he's going to pick Vanderbilt. Nope. Uh-uh. Not so fast, my friend. Pulled out that Lee Corso pencil. Um, I have Florida being the bottom dwellers in the SEC East. And I have reason why. I look at their schedule. I don't see them being able to compete. Everybody's improved in the East. And I don't like Napier as a coach. Let me me put that out there. All right, look. This is what they have. This is what they have. They have the 16th ranked transfer portal class, which is actually one of the best in the uh, East. They have their top transfer is RJ Moe, he's the safety from Marshall. But the question mark for me is Graham Mertz, a quarterback from Wisconsin. He came in to replace Anthony Richardson, and I'm not sold with him. He's a turnover machine at Wisconsin, and I don't think that offense is suited well for him. Reason being is because Rob Sales, the offensive coordinator and the offensive line coach, they're going to be run heavy. They still have those that nice bevy of running backs they had before. But if I'm a defensive coordinator, I'm loading the box. Nothing on the outside scares me. They do return nine starters, but only one on the offensive line. So with that being said, they don't have any continuity. So I think they're going to lose. And I hate to say it like this, their their win range is between two and five games. Yeah, you know, two and Ooh. ten or five and seven. Ooh. That's oh, max. Inter- interesting nugget. Rob Sale is from Monroe, Louisiana. Look, mm. they're gonna they I play Utah. Foster. They play at Utah. They play. Yep. Yep. That's a loss. I'm putting that as a loss. They play McNeese. That's a win. Tennessee gonna kick that ass in. Charlotte. That's a win. Kentucky. That's a loss. Vanderbilt. It's a push game. South Carolina lost, Georgia lost, Arkansas lost, at LSU lost, at Missouri a loss, Florida State a loss. Mm. So that's why I got Florida in the bottom of the East. And there, and I have an Usher song for each team. Their Usher song is You Got It Bad. This is a damn bad season for their ass. I'm sorry. Beta fans, but chomp at me if you want to. That's what y'all got. I'm going to tell it to the whole Damn. All right. Okay. That was uh hey, I hope I hope they suck. But uh <laughs> me too. Oh you so, I ain't holding no punches. What you got, bro? So bottom of the West. It's a it's a tie between <laughs> oh man, I really hate to pick this school based off what they've been through, but looking at the at the shakeup and Probably gonna be Mississippi State. Oh, uh, yeah. It's either Mississippi State or Auburn. Uh, all right. First, let's start off. RIP, Coach Mike mm-hmm. Leach. Yeah. Yeah. Respectfully. Uh, I just, I, I mean, I know they got Will Rogers at quarterback, but just like mm-hmm. man, 
the defensive coordinator Arnett taking over as head coach. Like I just yeah. I just don't know, bro. Like I just don't I just don't feel like like they're gonna give like I'm looking at all the other teams. And it, like I said, this is solely based on looking at everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I just don't see them being better than any other teams in the West. Uh mm. so like I said, it's not really them. It kinda is, but it's just they just don't seem to like they're gonna have enough to uh, overcome some of these other teams because I'm thinking about uh, like the teams I'm you looking I'm at week in at, week out, yeah. Arkansas, Auburn, yeah. Uh, Ole Miss, you just on paper, I just don't see them being better. There were situations where Mike Leach, Leach as the coach and his offense was able to keep them uh, competitive, whereas he's not there anymore. So I think they're gonna take a step back. Uh, there to where they weren't the most talented teams but his office kept them competitive so uh i don't have a usher song for him but yeah i'm gonna go with the mississippi state bulldogs i got one for you davis wade stadium i'm gonna hit him with the new turn man that was my next one from vanderbilt oh my bad bro i got another one i got a second hey i just freestyled that but i'm gonna get their schedule b it's, it's Southeastern, it's Arizona, and then LSU. Like, you got yeah. to you jumping the, off into the water. In order, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then it's South jumping Carolina, off in, into that water. Then it's Alabama. Like, you get a Western Michigan team, which could be feisty. Then you come right back at, at Arkansas, at Auburn, Kentucky at home, at AM, Mississippi State, which ain't going to be probably, ugh. And then Ole Miss. That's, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. Mm. All right, we'll go there. I, I see it. I see the logic. I see it. Oof, sucks. All right, well, mm. damn. Mm. I hate to. Yeah, you're right. It's contra. I mean, it's not controversial. That's life, bro. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes life kicks you in the nuts, man. You somebody got to finish last. Yeah, somebody got to be the guy. All right, let's go back to the east. Jay, yeah. what you got? Second from the block. My brother to the east. To the east. Huh. We all know they're going to be somewhere down here. I just didn't pick on last. Vanderbilt. Let me tell you why they finished second. Last year, they were 5-7, and seven, but they beat Kentucky and Florida. That's so, right. That is right. That, that bodes well for them. The reason why I say that is because they had a horrible they, – they didn't bring anybody in. They had an 87-ranked transfer class. They got only three people to come in. But – but it's a reason why. There's a reason why. So some of that top talent got poached by other SEC schools, which is a thing I fucking hate. I need to stand in my soapbox for a second. I don't like it that if you sign at a smaller or lesser program, a bigger program come in, throw some NIL money at you, or fill a plug at they school. But you know, that's that's neither here nor there. It is what it is. Hey, let's I like, ear- hey, I want to earmark that because I want to come back to that later. Yeah. So what I my criteria my criteria for when I look at a team is do they have a returning quarterback? Mm-hmm. Do they have returning offensive defensive coordinators? Mm-hmm. And what does their returning production and their schedule look like? And for Vanderbilt, Clark Lee is I mean he's impressive. When I saw that SEC media day, most people they 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 turn the TV off when they see Vanderbilt coach pop up. But I like him and I like his message. And the fact that they're building from 
high school recruits and they have Barton Simmons as part of their uh, program. Basically, he's like their scouting director. And they have a unique setup. They have like a guy that does the day-to-day stuff for Clark Lee. Like he doesn't do much anything outside of football. He has somebody handle everything else for him. And then he has his recruiting director and scouting director and Barton Simmons, who he, they were high school buddies, but who was also once in charge of recruiting sites. They look for a certain criteria when they get a kid into the program. So they're building from the ground up, literally. And they also have a construction on campus right now to help with their stadium. So I see the same type of build with the program. I think they're going to go from five and seven to a whopping six and six and be bowl eligible. And why I say this is because they have AJ Swan, who's a four-star quarterback who plays the freshman last year. I think he improves in this offense. They obviously have some decent pieces on the edges. And their secondary returns four of their top six guys, I think, and they were nice. They were stingy on defense. And so I like them. They have an opposite breakdown to me of Florida. And the defense coordinator, Nick Howells, he's a blitz monster. I like blitz monsters at defense coordinator. Expose my ass if you want to. Go ahead. Expose us on defense. Let's call some havoc, damn it. So I got them going 6-6, six and six, beating Hawaii, Alabama A&M, Wake Forest, UNLV. Then they lose to Kentucky, Missouri. Then they beat Florida, lose to Georgia, lose to Miss, beat Auburn, lose to South Carolina, and then lose to Tennessee. They get some bowl elders, but they be in Nashville again for the Music City Bowl or some shit. And... A belt bowl or something, and get their ass waxed. They can't ass. get out of. They can't get out of. They can't leave the state. They're not leaving the state. They bowl I mean, but it's it's Vanderbilt. They should be happy to be in the bowl. I want to stay in a hotel or something. Damn. They be in their same dorms, dog. <laughs> On campus, it'll be all right. And when you first said six wins, I looked at the schedule. I was like, damn, he must be talking about the first six games. <laughs> <laughs> I got the first four to them. After that, it gets rough. They're going to have to. But I think they, they, like I said, my criteria, and then they can sneak up on people. Everybody just kind of snoozes on me. I think they can sneak up on Hey, man. That'll be interesting to see them go. If they start off 4 and 0, if you see them creeping to like the top 25, you know how, you know how ESPA be trying to manufacture some matchups? Yeah. I got to do my Usher song for Vanderbilt. Yeah, what's your Usher song for Vanderbilt, man? My way. Clarkly, he did it my way. Shout out to Tyrese in the video. Yeah. Made it all clowns. Background in the vocals. Saying you can't fuck. Why was Jermaine? Was that Jermaine Dupree rapping? Was that like probably, probably so. Hmm. That was back when like you had to have a rap verse, but just for no reason. Like that song really didn't need that, but. That was the times we was in. Rap verse. These are the times. Hey, hold on. Before we move on, <laughs> did y'all have y'all ever paid attention to the sleeping in my bed remix? Like it's a jam, uh, right? Yeah, it is a jam. The What's brat, it? the brat, and Jermaine Dupree are not talking about cheating whatsoever. All they talking about is stuff. <laughs> and I was like, what? I just realized it's like last two weeks ago. I was like. I was jamming to the Sleeping in My Bed remix. You know, y'all wanna dance? I can make it. And they talking about what in it? They just stunting. That's all they talk about. Uh, they never talk uh, about a female uh, or a significant gotcha. other cheating on them, dog. Gotcha. Cisco singing his little heart out, dog. Yes. I hear, I hear 
getting bars off, basically. Yep. I um, don't pay attention to you hating in your bad looks. Nigga, what they got yeah, to do what? with we talking the girl about in the cheating. bed? We talking about infidelity. What do you want? What you do you need? Care about your right. Suzuki? All right, let's we get bite. back on. Let's get back on track. Uh, B top, back to we the bite. Rest. All right, it sounds so, like Auburn is your next pitch. Auburn is my next pitch. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not a. You know, <laughs> that, that, I don't that. like. I don't like Hugh Freeze being in the West. Uh, mm. he's a, he's he's a good coach. He's a little scary, but it's it's early on. Um, uh, I don't like uh Auburn as an LSU fan because I think Jarvis alluded to it early. At, or, or somebody did that no matter how good or bad Auburn is like that game can always be tight you know mm-hmm. um, so I don't really like them but again kind of like Mississippi State looking at the rest of the teams and just I don't see them being better than any other team top to bottom or in a better situation except for Mississippi State now um uh, if Robbie Ashford was still going to be the quarterback there, I would put them at the bottom of the SEC. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, I thought you was going mean, to say that he was going to be better. Saying <laughs> worse. No, 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 no. You saw, you guys saw the same football I saw last year. Um, and the only reason he played over TJ Finley was because Robbie wasn't going to turn the ball over. You know, like he was going to get you what he was going to get you, but he wasn't going to, I hate to say it, lose you game, you know, uh, whereas a TJ would. Now, they went out in the, in the transfer portal and they got you, 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 your boy Peyton Thorne from Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's, a, that, that's what keeps them from being the worst team in the U.S. Um they had a, a few players on the defensive side of the ball go pro, transfer out. Um, but like I said, anytime you get, I know Cadillac and them try to try to keep some consistency uh, in the program, but I just don't see them being b- better than any of the, of the other teams. Um, I actually prefer Thorn being the quarterback because he's a little less mobile um so you know whereas he may throw the ball better like you know where he's going to be ashford at at least you know you had to worry about cave his read isn't there you know he could he he could could take off and 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 hurt you uh fast peyton thorne he's not really that kind of guy uh so yeah like i said hugh freeze everybody's excited about the the, the the program i think that program in the next two years is going to be a, a a top quarter of the sec team but just 2023 24 season i just don't see them being that just yet so yeah auburn no usher song again but yeah auburn mm. war mm. eagle whatever the shit they, they say Ugh, i don't even know what that means uh all right, let's go back uh, to the east. Back to the east. Whatever. It's Mizzou. 
<laughs> I'm picking Mizzou to finish uh, third from the bottom, you know, in the SEC East. And the reason why is because, like I said, I look at certain criteria that the 41st ranked transfer class had eight kids come in transfer portal. This is their fourth year under Eli Drinkowitz. They've returned 78% of their production, which to me is a good sign. And they're out. They actually stout on defense. And let me say this right now. Luther Burton III is a stud. He's a star. But they got to give him the ball. They got to find some ways to get him involved even more so in the offense. And with that being said, they're not completely uh, set at quarterback. They have Burley Cook and Jack Garcia as their candidates to play quarterback. So that's why I couldn't put them higher. Because right now it's a, it's a cluster freak with about three teams in the East. Um, you'll see the next two coming up. They all going to have about the similar records, uh, similar uh, breakdowns for each of them. But with their with their schedule, it kind of sets them up to have a good start. They start with South Dakota, Middle Tennessee State. That game that's going to be big for them early is Kansas State. Kansas State with their ass last And if they could beat Kansas State, then you may have some trouble with them in the SEC East. But if Kansas State gets off in their ass again, then, yeah, I'm I, I'm not selling them getting past the rest of the teams in the East. So I have them going six and six, finishing third from the bottom. Uh, my usher song for them is uh, You Make Me Wanna, because you make me want to wish for more from y'all. Y'all, t- they talented, but they just can't, they just can't, they can't curl. Kind of like Luca Jerry curl. It just won't quite curl. Man. But then you want to start a new relationship with Mizzou. That's that's what I'm thinking about when I think about you make yeah, me wanna. Yeah. As, as, you know what? It's Eli Drinkwood's fourth year. I think he got Man, he been there shape. four years? Yeah. He Man, started. He, he was like a youth pastor, bro. He do. He do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, Shout out to Mizzou. It's season. been a long time since them back-to-back SEC East uh, champions. You know, you know who they host at home? They 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 host LSU at home. Yeah, I'm, hey, remember we went up there a couple years ago? Yep. And Miles got got hurt. Yep, yep. That was the last game he played, huh? Oh, uh, I think you're right. Yeah. I'm yeah. Mizzou. Also, just a side side note, they do play. Uh, they don't lead the state. Of Missouri till they play Vanderbilt. Hmm. So they play South Dakota State, Middle Tennessee State, Kansas State, and Memphis and St. Louis. I'm going to try to go to that game just because I know it's going to be ratchet. But yeah, that's going to be, they don't leave the state for about a month. And then they just slide over to Tennessee after that to go play. Yeah, so, hmm. they like a high school team for the first month of the season. Hmm. Interesting. Interesante. All right, uh, B, let's let's go back to the, to the West. All right. This is a little personal pick for me here because kind of at a point where I feel like there's a couple teams that could be this third worst in the SEC West slot. Uh, but oh. because I don't like this team because their fans are aggravating. Uh, mm. Kind of where we Uh-oh. are from. Uh-oh. Uh, I'm going to go with the Arkansas Razorbacks because oh. being from North Louisiana, you know, I have a we have a lot of people who are Arkansas fans because we're right there. I know they got Sam Pittman as coach. I know they got 
KJ Jefferson. I know they got Raheem Sanders at running back. All talented people, but uh, <laughs> it's Arkansas. And usually Arkansas just finds a way to fuck shit up, you know? Um, they got Dwight McGlover. Like, they got they got talent. That's a talented roster. Uh, mm-hmm. If they had a... Uh, if Arkansas had an AU on the side of their helmets with this exact same roster, they would be probably in the top half of, or top third of the SEC West. Like, very simply put. But with that little pig on the side of shit, like, that's like two losses off rip uh, for having that. Uh, trying to think, like I said, I, you, you get what you got with, with, with like, KJ and Rocket, but you know, you know you're gonna have good offensive line play with with with, with Pittman as your head coach. Uh but who are they really like who are they gonna go out there and beat uh soundly other than Auburn or Arkansas? Possibly like sneak up on uh well Auburn, Michigan State, possibly sneak up AM doing some 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 Texas AM shit. Uh I just I don't I don't see it in the in the cards for Arkansas. Uh so yeah, that's where we're at. We're at third worst in the SEC. Hold on, let me see. Yeah, yeah, yeah Arkansas. Just cause they, they trash. Is it does yes. you, do you have trepidation because they lost the offensive coordinator too? No. No. Okay. No. Okay. Because because here's the here's the thing. With like a KJ Jefferson type player, like you, you like you're not gonna run too many different styles of offenses. Mm, you know, okay. like like his style, his the style that fits him is gonna be the style that 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 fits him. And Sam Pittman ain't stupid enough to try to go, you know, like hire somebody who wants to change that. So, uh, no, okay, not at all. Okay. Arkansas, Let's- Arkansas is, is one of those are what they are. Type mm-hmm. teams, I can see them winning like seven games, you know, seven to eight, but they're not gonna do it, you know. They have a ceiling. Oh, for, for sure, eight. Yeah. Oh, the ceiling okay. is roof. Eight, yeah, the ceiling is roof. Shout they out Michael Jeffrey. Roof. <laughs> they ceiling and roof is eight. Yeah, they they schedule ain't bad. They got some some winnable games on there. It's Correct, sad. but they go Arkansas. Yeah. Jerry World against A and M. Oh, they gonna lose that. It's uh hmm, interesting. They gonna oh, lose that. Let's keep mm-hmm. it moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay, right back to you on the East. Next, <laughs> we have yeah. them Wildcats from Kentucky, Ooh. and uh, my boys. Yeah, I like Stoops. I like Coach Stoops. They have a 14th ranked transfer class. So they supplement what they have already. And he has he's stable. He's like the most stable coach in the SEC East right now. Considering, I mean, stable and longevity wise. And so mm-hmm. that program, you know what you're getting. You know what you're getting. And they brought in Devin Leary from NC State, which I think is a sneaky good move. Because last year Will Levis was a little he was he wasn't just a little shaky. He was a lot of uh, inconsistencies there. And part of that is because of this next piece. They they bring back Liam Cohen, who was the offensive coordinator the year before. So he was gone for a season. He left, 
was offensive coordinator for the Rams and came back. Now, if you remember when Kentucky whooped our ass in Lexington, Ooh. he was offensive coordinator then. And so he's back calling plays. They have a stout defense again. I see them going eight and four. So I see them being a little slight tick above Mizzou, winning eight games. They got an easy schedule to the start, especially to start off. They got Ball State, Eastern Kentucky, Akron, Vanderbilt, Florida. I mean, you could pencil them all in as Ws. And then the big dog, Georgia, they got to go to the between the hedges. They can face off against Georgia, which I know they ain't getting out of there on this game. But then, we got Mizzou. I think they're going to win. Tennessee, I think they'll lose. Mississippi State, I think they'll win. And then they play Alabama at Alabama, which I think is another L for them. I have them losing to South Carolina. And then, shout out to Tom Jackson, because they're playing at Louisville. And I think that's a W for them. Louisville. Not a eight four. They're gonna ruin the 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 Braun homecoming. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it may be. Well, Braun and them, the Braun brothers. Yeah. Oh well. It, the, best, the best thing about you saying that play caller coming back is we ain't got to play him. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm gonna say that Usher song is same girl because they brought back their offensive coordinator. <laughs> he was taking flights, going back and forth. <laughs> I'm glad like you said the Usher song and not the other guy. I ain't say the other man. I ain't gonna say yeah. the other man. Um, <laughs> moving right along, uh, back to the West. Yeah, Ole Miss Rebels, mm. Black Bears, whatever mm. you want to call them. Uh, this was tough here because Texas. A tell you why I went Ole Miss. Well, you, you'll find out why later. Uh, <laughs> Ole Miss is, I really, I really like their coach. I'm a, I'm, I'm a Lane Kiffin guy. I like him. I think uh, we're all, I think Lane has a high approval rating on this podcast. Yeah, I think so too. Can I, I take so a time too. out real quick? Did y'all nope. see what Lane did the other day? I said no. Mm-mm. Damn, my bad. Go ahead. What he do? <laughs> so he let his wide receiver coach run the whole like whole practice and scrimmage. So he could have exposure. He was saying that minority coaches, particularly black coaches, don't get the exposure and opportunities that they deserve. And that's something that he learned from his dad early on was that this, his, basically the quote was, this profession is not nice to minority coaches. And therefore you as a, as a male in this profession have to be, and have to present them opportunities. And so he basically let him run everything for a whole scrimmage, like set the depth charts, Run the practice, have everything set up, and he was he relegated himself to the receiver coach position. And so he just was giving the dude his flowers, like basically, hey, he ran everything well. We're blessed to have my guy. I was like, Lane, I'll send my I'll send my kid to you, man. My guy. Well, what? Get, let's get a coach a shout out. What, what's, what's the coach's name? I forgot. Let me see. I'll put my kid on this. All right, go go ahead, B, B, and at the end, Jay, right? Give me the name at the end. Uh, Okay, yeah. So, a lot of, uh, like, a really questionable move quarterback position, okay? Because you had Jackson Dart. He Check. started all last year. And Walker Howard, that transferred in. Chick. Big talent, okay? But then you go get Spencer Sanders from Oklahoma State. Check. And he's 
serviceable. He's serviceable. He was at probably more than serviceable. It, I think poses more the spin is more questions to old Miss than answers. Like, why did you think you needed him? Spencer said play. Uh he reminds me of a lot of like if you look at Jamie uh last year and then Spencer Sanders at the state, there's a lot of similarities there. Uh I just don't know really if that's what Lane wants in a quarterback. Uh enough to believe that the move was like the move to make. Uh because Dart produced um you have a you you still earn Quinn Shunt, uh who was who had a hell of a freshman. Like I said, they they just that move just has questions, you know, where now the one thing about coach is he gets really, really good production from the quarterback spot. Um, if you look time in the past, be SC, whether it be uh, uh, FA, be Alabama, you know, like any of it's production from the quarterback spot. Even the quarterback spots for talent. I believe in what he's doing. Just, oh, they just seem like they're really, really talented team that's uh, that's going to play below their expectation. So yeah, that's why I picked them. Oh that, man, I, I really thought you was going to go A uh, and M, but I was I was shocked. Mm. I was shocked. Yeah. The you gonna see coach, why, why I picked the receiver coach named Derek Nix. On the record. Derek, shout out to Derek Nix, man. And shout out to my boy Monty Kiffin, it, man. NIX. NIX. Gotcha. Okay. Go ahead. Just curious. What's up? Yeah, yeah. All right now. Let's go back to Jay Wright in the East. Yeah, buddy. I got next up. They probably like what's this middle of the pack team? Now this this pad middle of the pack. Oh, we getting like, close to we getting close. This to the top. You ain't the cream of the crop, but you close to the top. We going with them South Carolina game boys. Uh, uh-huh. And, uh-huh. Yeah, I I think I like them a lot. I think this is the year Shane Beamer gets everything. Stay. They've been they've been wobbling a minute. One week they up one week they down but I think how they finished last season bodes well for this year and with them bringing back the quarterback we love to hate Spencer Rattler, Rattler. I think they're going to be I think they're going to be dangerous at the 30th ranked transfer class but Spencer Rattler and Juice Wells that's a, that's a show I'm willing to watch any week and so I like them they also bring in Mario Anderson from Newberry a D2 school as a, as a transfer running back. And he almost won what was the equivalent of the Heisman in D2 last year. So I think him supplementing their running back core, they are all they already have a nice defense. It ain't the best. It's, a, it's, it's nice. You know, they always a scraggly little bunch. But the defense coordinator, I like him a lot. Clayton White, another black man. Shout him out. Third year DC. 
I think he's going to get the most out of that unit. So, that being said, I actually think they're going to have a slightly worse record than Kentucky overall because they play Clemson, but they're going to finish ahead of uh, Kentucky. So, I have them. And then they also play North Carolina, which has my dude, May. So, they're going to lose to North Carolina, too. So, they lose to North Carolina, beat the brakes off Furman, lose to Georgia. Everybody's like, oh shit, they, they they one and two. What the fuck? And then they beat they beat they gonna they gonna they're gonna go on a run. They're gonna beat Mississippi State and they lose to Tennessee, then they're gonna beat Florida, beat Mizzou. Now the game is a push game for me. I don't know if I if I can give them the W or the L. It's Texas AM. I think they match up well with them. I really do. So it's I don't know. Is that Texas that yeah. College Station? Huh. So I don't know what Texas ain't never gonna show up. I don't know if Bobby Trino calling plays or Jimbo calling plays. I don't know if the defensive line gonna be intact or they're gonna be half of them in the transfer portal. So I don't know. But then they come back with Jacksonville State after the game. So they could be completely focused on Texas AM because they ain't got to worry shit about Jacksonville State. Then they got Vanderbilt, Kentucky. I give them a W. Then they lose to Clemson. So I had them going seven and five. But they, because of tiebreakers, they ahead of Kentucky in the final standings. Well, let's say Ryan Perilou is not walking through that door. He ain't walking through that state, door. Huh? <laughs> nah. So, <laughs> my Usher song for them is uh, No Limit. Because yeah. if they get it right, <laughs> if they get it right, they can do better than that. They can do a lot better than that. I'm putting that 75. Hey, No Limit is, is one of my favorite Usher songs that people was hating on. Uh, I don't know why they hate song. Kerosene, kerosene. Uh, let's let's go back to the machine. My machine Let's go. Let's go back to the West, man. We only got a, a few teams left. It's, it's gonna be quick. Here's eventually all that talent got to. Like, it's got a hit. Eventually, it got it got to work. I mean, they they they're super talented. They've been, you know, they they've been for the last three years. Like, eventually, that is gonna put it's gonna work. Jimbo ain't gonna be the twelfth man. Really, is right in when the the the, the he's gonna be able to thwart. So, yeah, keep it short. Hey, that makes sense. That makes sense. Eventually, it's gotta work, bro. You keep, you keep, you keep rolling dice. At some point, you got, you got to crap out. So, yep. All right. Crappy. I like that. Keep it simple. Let's go back to the east. The east. Well, I got two teams left, huh? Yep. Yeah, we already know who's who gonna be next. Yeah. So yeah, you already know who's gonna be champ for the east, right? So this, this, <laughs> this ain't even. I don't even know why the fuck I'm doing this. My people, nigga, we, we Jarvis right now. I got Georgia finished second in the East, bro. Wow. wow. And I'm gonna tell you wow. why. I'm gonna tell you why. Stop. I'm gonna tell you why. Everybody talking about yeah, they one two in a row. They got they got so much talent on the road. Man, they ain't had so many niggas arrested since they won. It shows me some culture issues. But are they there in the steel though? Yes, let me say, let me, let me explain. Look, this is the thing. Like I said, I grade my, I grade, I do my expectations off of a few things. Who is the quarterback? We don't know who the quarterback is. 
They got true enough. We didn't. Nope. Nobody knew who Stetson Bennett was two years ago, around this time. But, Ice Bowl. <laughs> I'm still look. I, my thing is, I still have images of Kirby Smart mishandling Justin Fields. Ooh. So I'm not convinced. Also, they have a new offensive coordinator who doesn't who doesn't scare me. Mike Bobo does not scare me as a play caller. I respect him, but he don't scare me. And I think. Yeah, they got they added right right time is dummy love it from Mizzou and Argus and uh Mississippi State respectfully. But that's because they knew they were kind of lacking on the on the perimeter <clears throat> when it came to playmakers. But I'm still not convinced that they're going to the three P. It's tough to do so. And you have to change the you gotta keep the culture home. You gotta keep the mindset home. So with that they being said, the schedule starts off too fucking easy for them. There's no test. They it's they lost the Oklahoma game. It's, they yeah. lost the Oklahoma game, so there's nothing to get up for. Nothing to get up for. So, with that being said, I have them going 11 and 1. They 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 beat UT Martin easy. Ball State easy. South Carolina, now they might have to get up a little bit. UAB easy. Auburn, that might be a test for them because that Auburn. And that's a rivalry game. And Hugh Freeze gonna go balls to the wall. He's gonna be in the hospital bed calling the plays of his life. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I almost gave him an L at that game because I don't think they're going to be focused. Kentucky, that's a W. Vanderbilt, W. Florida, W. Mizzou, W. Ole Miss, W. But they got to go to Rocky Top. They got to go to Rocky Top. Prime time think, game? I think Coach Hypo is going to get on his blood pressure medication two weeks beforehand. Peyton Manning gonna show up with his head shining. And they're gonna be singing Rocky Top at the end of the night. I got Tennessee winning. They're they gonna, gonna be wearing a, a tweed blazer. Yes. So I have Georgia Tech. They they're gonna beat Georgia Tech. They beat the brakes off of them because they lost to Tennessee. So they're gonna be eleven and one, but finishing second place in the SEC East. Mm. Tells me a lot about what think about Tennessee. Give me give me your Usher song, dog. My Georgia song, my Georgia Usher song is Daddy's Home. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like you got the winners to me. They do, but they not. They good, but they not. Okay, they, they, it's too much. It's too much level of comfort in that song, and that's, that's exactly what Georgia said. Yeah. I think I think Georgia gonna be skating like they did in ATL, dog. They gonna yep. be lining up. They gonna be yeah. They gonna be skating, and then it's all it's gonna take is one slip up. I don't oh, see, see, you see my leg. Roll. <laughs> Sweetness. Oh, shout out to Jackie Long. Uh, let's go. Oh, look, look, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All I'm saying is, look, man, they got. Tell me who, who these cats are. Gunnar Stockton, Carson Beck, CJ Madden, and Jackson Muschamp. Hey, I like all the names, though. They got some cold names. If it was a frat boy lineup, they all in. Those are the contenders for quarterback. Hey, hey all I'm saying is, you know, Stetson Bennett, next thing you know, he was getting that campus cuts haircut with the little fade, and all of a sudden, he has a little sense of heart, dog, you know? So. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It. I don't know. At some I point, they got to fall off. I feel you. Exactly. 
And I think it's now. I think they didn't had too much success. And I don't I don't see teams three P. I don't see it. I don't see it. I know I know B. I see if y'all can see B face, you don't ever believe it. But we'll re- real revisit this at the end of the season. There's a That's team in, there's, there's a team in the West that uh won quite a few SEC division huh. championships. I'm not sold on Bama either this year. No, I'm, I'm just saying there's I'm just saying there's a path. There's a you know, it's been done before. About the West. They got a West. bunch of niggas at quarterback just like Georgia do that. I ain't saw Don't worry about the West. But that's my that's my formula for success. Mm-hmm. In the East. I think that you know the thing I see with Georgia though, similar to Bama, and we'll get there is uh they got time to get their stuff in order, dog. Because the schedule's so light, even though we don't know who the quarterback is, by the time they play somebody that matter, I think they will have their quarterback together. So that's, uh-huh, that's the problem. Yeah. Three little pigs like they had that shit in order two, them first two houses they built. Until that big the nigga came in and kicked their shit in. Hey, but by you don't the time know what you, you gotta get, to get ready for the brick you don't know what you gotta get You don't know what you gotta get ready for until you face. That's Hell. true. That's true. I feel like we're going to have the same conversation when we get back to the West, but let's go, Beast. <laughs> All right. Second best team in SEC West is going to be the Alabama Crimson Tide. Ooh, Here's why. I take why. The other shit. Here's why. This is the most under Alabama their quarterback position with a freshman. Now, Jalen Hurts went on to have a great year, but going that year, you didn't know quarterback or shooting position. For me, Dylan uh, Miro, like, I don't see it. Like we all saw Alabama last year in the games he started, and he is very, very. He might be one dimensional uh Auburn kid. I talked about Ashford. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Might be more might be more one dimensional of a quarterback than him. And I just don't think Saban can uh I, I just don't think the Alabama team is built nowadays to where that shit is going uh if this was 2009, 10, Alabama was defense, uh, all levels, where the offense line is that much better than everybody else, like only one. like you could put him put him out there, and they would be good enough to win. This year, like they're gonna need production from their quarterback to position throwing the ball. Uh, different spots on the field, downfield, uh, to be beat teams when Texas AM and shit, even like Auburn, like they're gonna need that, that, that production. Uh, like I said, they just don't offer you as much. Uh, they're not as strong on defense. Uh, they have a few running backs in like Jason McClellan and stuff like like, like that. They they have wide res- receivers, but again, who's going to be getting these guys the football? Um, 
so yeah, like I, I'm just not a. I'm just. I think their win total uh, is ten and a half games. I think it is. But a lot of people are taking the under because I because like a lot of people feel like this is going to be the year where Alabama uh, suffers two to three losses, and if they do, I feel like uh, like a lot of those are going to come in the SEC West. I'm gonna go, yeah. The Alabama Crimson Tide. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. I should think. I think they're gonna be a run heavy offense this year. Oh, oh they, they have to be. They're gonna have to be run heavy. They have to be. But fine. But that ain't gonna work, dog. It, it ain't. Carson. It ain't. Man, let's go to well that. Shoot, we ain't, we ain't got to do no. Uh, you already know who I'm picking to win. Yeah, you already know who I'm picking yeah. to win. SEC East. I told y'all. And that's got to be the one and only Rocket Top. Ten a motherfucking seat. Oh, my baby. Baby, she can't. All right, look. They had a 36 rank transfer class. That don't mean shit to me, though. If you got returners, it don't matter. It don't matter. The defense improves. And I actually think Joe Milton has a better arm than Hendon Hooker. And Hendon Hooker got an arm. I think Joe Milton being behind Hendon Hooker was helped his development. So with that being said, I see an improved team with maybe even a slightly better talented quarterback. Slightly better. And I think Man, he got Squirrel White out there, which nickname top tier. I got them winning, I, and their schedule sets up like you say you building. I see them building, and this is this is what happens. I see them losing the game, but it's not to Georgia. This is where I got them win, losing it. I had them beating Virginia, then they play Austin Peay. They're gonna beat the Brakes off Florida, then they got UTSA. So that's four and zero. Then they got South Carolina, Texas A and M. Might give them a little trouble, but I see them beating them because that's at home. Uh-huh. And they got Alabama on the road. That's their loss. I'm giving them a loss to Alabama on the road just because it's Tuscaloosa. It's the third Sunday in October. It's a rivalry game. They always – Nick Saban don't like losing rivalry games. So I see him – putting all the stops out to stop Tennessee. Especially after Tennessee beat them last year. I think he's going to have a vendetta against them. After that, they rattle off some more wins. They beat the Brakes off Kentucky. They play UConn. Then they got Missouri, Georgia, and Vanderbilt. The scheduling guys help them out a lot. The only game I see that's, like I said, tough is at Alabama. So, I have them 11-1. SEC East champs playing in the Dome in Georgia against Whoever B got, which is LSU. This is, you know, this is LSU podcast. I got a I got a quick question. Is yeah. Joe short for Jonathan or Joseph? I think it's Joseph. It's Joseph. Joe. He could so, you. Joe. So from so from from Hendon Hooker to Joe Milton, that's gotta be two the two of the oldest ass names. Yep. Yeah, they that's gotta right. get a quarterback named Cassius. Yeah. You know Joe Milton. <laughs> the third. You know Joe. the third. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh yeah, his. I guess his his granddaddy probably had a mortuary, and then. Yep. And, yeah. and then brother. 
Yeah. 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 Milton and Milton and them. Yeah. Well, all right. I guess we know where B going. Is this a the bias LSU Fighting Tigers? Is this a bias pick or is this what you really truly feel in your heart? No, bro. When, heart I, when, I, I, when I looked at it, like I, I didn't really pick teams. I just kind of went through. I looked at the, uh, I looked at the who all was there, the pool. I looked at the pool. And I started picking out the posers. You know, and then I went to the guys who were competitive, and then I picked the cream. And of the cream, LSU Alabama, uh, like I feel like like we're we are the best team on paper. We have a great coach, uh, and when you put those two things together, like that breeds success. Uh, a lot of times, you'll have really great talent, but nobody to coach them. Uh, and then sometimes you have a really great coach who has shit for talent but when you have a really really good coach uh with the talent that we have the returning talent so you got like you don't have just talent you have experienced talent talent that has played a lot of games in the sec uh some players a lot of games in other conferences but still a lot of big boy football on this team like the space uh of the world or you know um so like you 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 like I just really couldn't figure out a reason why and then I looked at our schedule and I see some trip up spots like we have a lot of trip up spots um mm -hmm. but I don't see any team on there where I can legitimately say other than Florida State other than Florida State legitimately say this team from top to bottom is better than us Florida State is the only team that I see that in in we can drop that game and still win the SEC West in the SEC last year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, I just, I just think that we have the ability to be really, really good this year. But yeah, the uh, LSU Fighting Tigers. The funny thing about the Florida State game is, you know, I always get nervous. I, I feel confident up until the point the game starts, and then all of a sudden I start getting nervous again. But the Florida State game really is a, a can't-lose situation um, because, as we saw last year, if you lose it, you still got a clean slate in the SEC. If you Correct. And if you lose it this year, it's like, oh, we probably going to – if you lose it, you're losing to probably a top-five team, uh, yes. a potential playoff team. Yeah. And then this year, if you, if you win it, then you got that in the back of your cap like, hey, even if you do trip up somewhere, like, man, we need Florida State, dog. Like, relax. Correct. So, and and here's the good thing: Florida State last year had that that early game. They don't have that. Now. Ooh, a week yeah. zero. Yeah. They don't have a week zero this year. So it's gonna be our first game. It's gonna be My everybody's first. first. You yeah. can argue uh, this might be the two of the hottest programs in the country. Uh, yeah, at, right now. Yeah. I mean, so especially Florida State in the recruiting too. Ooh, yeah, they picking yeah. up some heat. Yeah. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah, so both, both. This is probably I was I was actually when I was pulling like the games, best games of the year, non-conference wise and stuff. This one was to me was by far like the best one because you got two teams that their arrows are both up. Like some of these other matchups, I'm seeing you got arrows that are either going down, one going up, one going sideways, one going up, or you know. But these two programs, which are near and dear to kind of all of our hearts, they. They both hitting at the right time, so hey, I love it. I love it. Uh, I forgot to make this church announcement. Whatever uh, party 
whatever sex party they say Coach Hankton is having and whatnot, let him continue to have it un, unimpeded because that man that racked up some recruits in the receiving room, man. He just got that five-star from Duncanville for the 2025 class. He got the four-star Jelani Watkins. Like, that room is loaded. Like, we, I was, I was, I was kind of worried that the talent may fall off in the receiver room when we changed our coaching staff up. But I don't see it. Like, like B, B's in love with the uh, the Parker kid. I like, I like Jalen Brown and Shelton Sampson. And then you got more dogs coming in. Come on now, and it's like four a class. Yeah. Four dogs a class. Really? Somebody gonna transfer. So speaking of transferring, um, well, hold on, let's go back. So we as we as we, as we have it, it's LSU versus Tennessee in the SEC championship game. Yep. 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 Okay, we've seen that movie before. Uh, it, it ain't gonna be the same. <laughs> Great we we've seen it good and bad. Um. So speaking of transferring, and I, we we do have a little something else to get to. What do y'all feel about these the transfer portal and D one to D one transfers? Like, I know they they, they seem like they're trying to put a uh, a slight caveat to it. Now we post COVID, and all the COVID years are pretty much over. Like, do you think it's fair for a kid to you basically use a mid major as a launching point to get to? the top tier school basically you wasn't good enough in high school or you didn't do what you need to do in high school to get picked by one of these top schools you go and basically play like a a red shirt year in another school and then you end up at a sec school of your choice y'all think that's right i don't if yeah. i'm a mid-major i don't like it well of course I don't you like don't. It. i don't like it at all and i don't think it's good for like the, the mac conference and shit because thing is you you worked your ass off to get these kids on campus too. You know right. you recruited them, you developed you, them. You developed them. You know you develop relationships with them and their families, and then now you have to re-recruit them at the end of the season. And be like, hey, I know it didn't didn't go quite as planned. We finished six and six, and we played in the in the in the UTEP Bowl. But look, in the Mineke Car Care. Yeah, we we just look just stick around, buddy. I'm telling you, it's going to be better and then Georgia come calling because they need a middle linebacker. And your kid's gone. He's a star player on your defense. So now you back at square one. Like, nah, I don't like it. I, I, I'm going to record and saying I don't like it. Because you, you, there's a lot of people, jobs hinge upon these kids' decisions. And I'll be honest with you, I think the bigger programs, even LSU included, they do poach those rosters. You know, like, Come on now, let's call it spade a spade. Deuce Chestnut, a freshman All-American, just leaving Syracuse because he wanted to leave Syracuse. Now nah, you see you playing time and NIL and the opportunity to be on the bigger stage at LSU. So yeah, he's gonna take it. But I'm Syracuse head coach, I'm like, damn, bro, come on, man, we one of us. Why you leaving? Be what you think, man. I disagree. Here's I know why. You would. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you why. Because. In these type of situations, I always look at it from uh, how does it affect the kid? And when a kid can go, can work his ass off to better his situation, be it financially, draft position, and all of that, uh, 
then that makes me okay. Now, all of a sudden, Jay Wright listed, like, yeah, like, that sucks. Like, it, it, it does. You put your time, your effort into, you know, getting this kid better and ready to play. You recruit him. You did all this stuff. Like, I get, like, yeah, that all, I believe all that. But like I said, at the end of the day, how does it affect the kid? Because that's what this is about. Like, that's what, that's the focal point of college football as the kid, to me. And it helps, you know them out so uh i just can't i i just can't make it about like the university because at the end of the day western michigan is still going to have a profitable athletic program and all of that Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. so yeah i'm gonna go uh, yeah like i i disagree but only because at the end of the day the kid is the one who who is up who's lifted up by going from these smaller schools up to these larger schools. Uh, yeah, and we've yeah. seen it, you, you know? Jamir, uh, you, got, you got kids like Jameer Gibbs and whatnot that transfer from like Georgia Tech to Alabama and have correct. a banner year and whatnot. Yeah. But then yeah. It's, there's kids that do transfer to them bigger programs and nothing happens for them. I mean, yeah. you could, I mean, you could, I mean yeah, you, you definitely run the risk of transferring up there and you don't play you know uh lsu had it but still like i don't want to like change the rule or whatever just because these handful of kids transferred up and you know it it sucked for them versus all these other kids who are transferred up and and that's the thing i wouldn't change the rule i wouldn't change the rule what i would want to eliminate is the back channel recruiting where we're in the middle of a season or the season just ended and don't talk already, to our guys. Yeah, you're talking to my guys already. Like I've I've heard, and I listen to a ton of podcasts, but I've heard like assistant coaches saying, "Hey, I've had position meetings, and a dude come up to me is like, after this practice, I'm hitting the portal, and it's like, what you mean? And they're like, well, yeah, so and so offered me this, and I can't pass it up, you know. So, like I said, it's 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 the it's the back channel. Recruiting and poaching that kind of worries me. I wish it was more yeah. transparent in the sense yeah. of, okay, this is who contacted me. You know, once I hit the portal, you have to say, okay, maybe maybe the difference is I hit the portal and then you announce, okay, this school contacted me, this school contacted me, and this is what associated with what they contacted me. Yeah. And it's more transparent in that sense. Now you know, okay, oh, that makes sense. He wants to go there. They did offer him this much of NIL or whatever the case may be. Cool. That makes sense. Go ahead and take that opportunity. But for you to be like, oh, he just wanted to be here and he has no connection to your school. Oh, yeah. and, you re- and you contact him and he's checked out mentally from the bowl game. That's what hurts the other program, you know? So yeah, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of that part. Of I think it's like any, like true. Like, yeah, like like any law or any whatever, like there's always, there's always going to be ways where it needs to be better regulated yeah yeah and it it, it has flaws in it i think they'll eventually better but but that's one thing the 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 poaching of the roster and stuff like that is gonna be hard to you know because these teams are very creative about how they do things and so it's just gonna be hard to regulate that but yeah that does suck so I, I, the only thing I really would say is I just think there needs to be 
more of a penalty for transferring. Like, not a penalty, but a deterrent for transferring. Like, yeah, you could offer me this and I could take it, but at the end of the day, like if I'm if I'm UTSA, like there has to be some type of reward for finding this this gym, developing him and getting him right. And so either you give something to UTSA for the transfer or the kid has to sit out at some point. Like you can't just transfer willy nilly and you don't get no type of consequence. Like it has so to like be something. So you suggesting like a transfer fee? Maybe a transfer fee like they do in soccer or something like that. Like, because to me, like if I'm doing all this hard work, finding these gyms, I'm going to these schools, these high schools that nobody else wants to go to. I'm finding the kid that's second on the depth chart and I turn him into an all whack or all Mac, like you said. Like, I should get something for that if you're going to jump ship and go to the SEC school. So, yeah, yeah it should be a transfer fee or something to that. Dope. I think that's and dope. I, and I think that's where, you know, you kind of level the playing field a little bit. Like, it's no different than the little schools get paid to get beat by the big schools when they go, you know, play the home game. Exactly. So, so I'm, like if I'm grandma, I'm putting, hey, y'all got to pay us 75000 to get this linebacker because we need new cleats and shit. So transfer fee seventy five thousand. You know, I will quick six. And, and I, I like, think I think that, get it done. Yeah, and I think that you'll either see if the big school is that damn serious about it, they'll go yeah, get them. Oh yeah, And then if they like, I mean, he all right, he ain't that damn good. Then yeah. he'll stay where he at. So yeah, I like it. It, it, it causes more transparency too, like like what we said. So I like that. I think we should run the NCAA. Man, nah. I got a, I got hella ideas for the NCAA, but they're not getting them for free. <laughs> All right, so before no. we go, uh, real real quick, I think it's not going to be too hard. Uh, what is sure. your best home game to go to if you're coming from out of town and you you don't live in Baton Rouge or you don't live in the you know the general area and you're picking Ooh. one game Ooh. to go to LSU? Ooh. To Baton Rouge, which game are you going to? Oh, it's Baton Rouge. Rouge. Oh, well, that was, that yeah, it's Baton Rouge. We're not, not talking. Florida State's the easy pick if we're going to go. No, that wasn't what. I, I thought we were talking about like the conference. And that was my go say. LSU, oh. Florida State. Uh, Baton Rouge, I would say. So you got AM, oh, you got Georgia Auburn. State, Florida, Auburn, Auburn yeah. Army. Auburn. Well, you know what? You Arkansas know what? and Grambling. It could be Florida because the baseball team is getting their uh their championship rings at the halftime of the, oh, that's petty. the Florida game because we that's beat Florida. Petty. But I'm gonna go with Auburn, man. Just just that history uh of that series. Like I said, usually always tight. So yeah, Auburn. Mm. What you got, Jay, right? I'm gonna go. With damn, it's tough, but I'm gonna do it for the culture, man. Go to the Grambling game, man. Just for the culture. I you want if you want a competitive game, Texas A&M. Ooh, yeah. I like that one. Damn, that was gonna be my pick because you know. I just, yeah. we, we got something waiting on their ass. But yeah, if you wanna if you wanna go to I go hope. to the game and just be around black folks, grandma. But if you want a competitive game, 
it's gonna mean something at the end of the year, Texas ain't them. Well then, I'm gonna be different. Then I'm, I'm gonna pick the Arkansas game because it's gonna be earlier in the season. It's uh, the first SEC home game. You do have KJ Jefferson. You got Sam. You, you know, there's there's some yeah. things there. You know what I'm saying? They, that could be yeah. one of the ones. Now, there's also another way to look at it. If I'm coming from out of town and spending my money, I'm not trying to see no frisky game. So you might want to go see Army. We never played Army, I don't think, in the modern era. So that would be something different. You know what? I, 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 go ahead. And by a and by the time we play a and somebody might have a horrible record. So that game might not even mean as much. So, yeah, I can see why Arkansas would be more. Because that's the first SEC game. So you you probably want to, yeah, get in and, town. you know, the golden boot, you know. That's so weird, playing that game in September. Early, yeah, that's, that's, that don't feel right. I always felt like we would, we would play them and everybody would have long sleeves on and shit. Yep. yep. I was curious to see how it's gonna go once uh, Texas and Oklahoma come in, like, and Texas and A&M renew that rivalry. They're gonna go back to playing on Thanksgiving, and then do we go back to playing Arkansas later that week, or how does that work? But hey, we'll that see. twenty that twenty twenty four schedule is nasty, though. Yeah, yeah, true, true. So, you got SC in Vegas, UCLA coming to Tiger Stadium. Like, mm-hmm. The Big Ten coming. Yeah, Oklahoma coming to Tiger Stadium. Like, come on now. Well, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. So yeah, yeah, that's 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 Lord C. Willing. <laughs> I'll make it to that season. <laughs> that's it, man. Well, you guys heard it here first. It can't call it. Baton Rouge uh is going to be in Atlanta playing the Rocky Top Volunteers. Uh, oh, Rocky Top. Whoa. I, hey, side yeah. note. I went to, when we went to Dolly Land, uh, they was playing the Rocky Top uh, song at the damn theme park, and everybody stopped what they was doing to sing that shit. And I was like, wow. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Peak Tennessee right here, bro. That's cute. <laughs> Fighting Flintstone push up pops. I guess that's so, cute. man. Any any other thoughts, concerns, comments y'all want to get out there before we, we get out of here? Nope. All right. Uh, Thank you, man. Well, that concludes the Steve Smith episode, aka episode 89 of King Call with your boy J. Kill. And your boy Jay Wright. And we out. He just said eggplant. Smith. Man, if you hating on anybody, you need to stop that shit. I called Tip off the rip. What's that? Flop that Savage Life 6 in the mix. You better cop that shit. Might quit hollering, it's coming quick. Go and drop that bitch. Tell you, back to the bubble.